Hi, Vivian. Hi. Hi, how's it going? It's going great. We're really nervous for some reason. Me too, actually. <laughs> yeah. I've been having butterflies. See, that's what I was saying too. My stomach's like making weird like cartwheels or all of the above. I don't know what I'm feeling. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like kind of like you're on a roller coaster and you're like, why, why am I feeling this way? I'm not feeling Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly. like you're the next person on the line and you're like, you're about to go. They're like, okay, there's no turning back. Just get in. Exactly. Go ahead. It's, it's like yeah, that where like you go up and then you're about to fall down and you feel like the like stomach butterflies when you're going down from a roller coaster. <laughs> okay, so hi everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Real talk with teams. You see, we're still figuring this out. This whole, this whole not seeing each other quarantine style thing. But we're back with another episode, and we have a very special guest. We have someone here to accompany us, and we get to talk to her today. So, would you like to tell us a little about yourself? Alrighty. So, hi everyone. I'm Vivian. I'm currently in grade ten. I'm from BC, Canada. Representation. And I would say that um, one fun fact is that I really love food, like even bu- like bubble tea, desserts, like chocolate. Oh, I love bubble tea. So oh much. my gosh, like, girl, I'm hungry now. Like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I want boba now. I've been craving boba this whole weekend and I haven't gone to go get any and I'm like really, really sad. <laughs> oh my goodness, all the bubble tea shops are closed in my yeah. area and I can't even get bubble tea, so I'm like really craving it right now. I was... I literally, this weekend, what I did was I literally downloaded an app to go get boba at Boba Tea because it was, like, the only app, like, that I was open, and it was, like, closed, and I'm, like, oh, my God, <laughs> I need boba right now. <laughs> okay, so, okay. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Okay. Yeah. no, no, it's okay. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> okay, I was um, I would say for also other stuff, I did I did found a youth organization. Um, it's always been a, like a passion of mine to start one. It's called Youth of BC, which is basically an organization there to help youth with their success through opportunities, resources, and tips. And also a fun fact is that I did three TEDx talks. So, hey, yeah. she's cool. Ooh, cool. We love oh my goodness. We, lo- we love yeah, a scholar. Can, <laughs> yeah, I'm also here to get some public speaking tips. <laughs> that was a stage anxiety like the anxiety when doing public speaking is real it really is I, I feel like I'm a, I'm about to go through like a traumatic experience with it, like when the teacher asked me to do a presentation in front of the class yeah <laughs> just looking at all those faces I don't know how you did those like I don't know yeah. I give you so much props I do like you are amazing yeah. like how did you do that like whoever is listening like they should give you a round of applause right now whatever they're doing <laughs> just like, like drop everything like, just applause crazy. for real yeah Oh my god! Well, that's your accomplishments are like so amazing. Do you want to give like a little bit more like insight on like your like how you founded or like what was your insight and like your desire to found your um, like organization? Yeah, for sure. So basically, it all started with like a few months after course planning. So and I was like, okay, I'm I'm actually feeling kind of lost with courses because I didn't know what to choose. And then it feels like you have to make that big decision mm-hmm. um, when you go in post-secondary. Mm-hmm. And actually, everyone else felt the same way, too. Yeah. So I was thinking, like, okay, how can I help others? Because, like, it's such a bad feeling, like, feeling so lost and so confused. And you're questioning your existence in life. <laughs> yeah, you're having a weird, like, life crisis. You're like, what <laughs> am I? Literally, yeah. And then I would say that... That basically, that's my passion and basically my vision is like, okay, I want to start 
something that will help others so that they won't feel the same way. So that's what basically how I started it. It that's started off as a really social media platform, which was kind of unusual. I was like, okay, um, the social media platform, maybe I could do something bigger than that. So mm-hmm. right now I'm trying to transition to a nonprofit organization, which is kind of hard. Mm-hmm. Like basically, like hiring a t- like basically hiring a team and all that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would say for sure, like sometimes you feel like you're hesitant to do it. Yeah, but if you if you want to follow your passions, you should do it because if you are kind of hesitant towards it, then that might be an opportunity that you missed, mm-hmm. or you may regret not doing it sooner, or not or not even doing it at all. No, yeah, I think yeah. that a lot of times we're like all in the same boat. Like we're all confused about post secondary education, or we really just don't know what's going on. And I feel like that's such a great way for like us directly, like teenagers, to help teenagers. You know, because it's like less intimidating in a way. Because like it feels like they know what you're going through, if that makes sense. So I just I think that's an amazing way of going about and helping other people. So yes, I love that for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I also would have to say that. Um, in your in your school, do you have like those career planning courses? Mm-hmm. Oh, we have like something called like CCR. Yeah, we have like, CCR College of Readiness. Yeah, but I mean, it helps us. I feel like it helps us in the extent of like trying to kind of figure out like a pathway, like for career. Uh, yeah, wise. I feel like but- that's like you try a class and then you see yes or no if you like it. But like you have to go through yeah. the whole entire like class because like mm-hmm. you're signed up for a class and you get a grade for the class. So it's not really like, I mean, in a way it is. So like we do have that opportunity at least. I feel like, yes, I know. I feel like yeah. kind of like career wise, yes, but like it's not really at all like any college guidance, if that makes sense. Oh my goodness. I also feel the same way too. Um, Even though I hadn't taken it, I did see like some presentations from it mm-hmm. and also what, like what the school tries to does to pre- prepare you for mm-hmm. post-secondary. It kind of mm-hmm. feels like they're kind of helping you, but at the same time, it's also not exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, ah, what? That's, like, uh, that's literally, literally, literally all the time. I'm like, so this is my life. What am I going to do? There's a lot of this. There's that. I can't choose all these classes. I can't figure that out, you know? It's so it's so strange because it's like, it's so weird to think that like, like in high school and like, high, like school, they should, it's kind of, I feel like logical for them to prepare you for post-secondary education, but I feel like it's the one thing that they actually are really bad at preparing you at. And I feel like that's like, it's just like, oh my gosh, it's it's really scary because like then you're just like all on your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And then you feel like there's no support around you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of hard for you to also take the initiative to basically prepare yourself because like, for example, like what if you don't have access to the resources that you need or what happens if you just don't know what to do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, think that, I think that's me all the time. Literally, I'm like, what am I doing? I don't yeah I think like you I think what you brought up right now is like a really really good point because I think like that's especially like a, a, a big issue in the sense because like if you aren't able to have those resources if you aren't able to have the access if you aren't able to be really able to have any like outlets to go on to to have some sort of guidance it's really like hard it's really like I feel like sometimes like how you said like it can be very hard to take that initiative because like you're so dismotivated yeah. in a sense because there's like, no one around you yeah, yeah discouragement there we go mm-hmm I feel like it's very helpful for like um, when you feel dismotivated or when you feel like you're giving up. Basically, it's a very. I feel like it's very important to figure out what is your basically supposed end goal and mm-hmm. also try to go beyond that. So basically, think about what will happen if you did achieve it, and mm-hmm. say, and then probably, and then you say to yourself that okay, if you give up, that means you're losing and you're not gonna reach 
your dream and what you want. So you have to keep on working towards it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We, we love, love that. that. We do. <laughs> we got to keep looking forward. Keep the higher vision. Yes. Look at the bigger goal. Look at the bigger picture. Like this is the one moment of essential crisis. But then afterwards, we'll get through it. We'll figure out a way. And then our goals will come true. That, that's just how we got to look at it. Mm-hmm. Do you see like any other flaws in the sense of like um like education like the, the edu- like the educational system and sometimes like the way that it's set up besides yeah, for like sure. like Definitely um for sure um i would say there for every single thing i would say there's a lot of flaws um mm-hmm. yeah. there's no doubt cuz nothing is perfect exactly yeah, yeah of course one one thing would be definitely for like how do we say this um there's a not a lot of courses and also information school that's going to be applicable for us after mm, in, yeah in life afterwards like, why do why do we need to learn for example why do we need to learn calculus the quadratic formula exactly i'm gonna go to the bank i'm gonna be like you know what i know how to do my quadratic formula do you want me to show exactly. you exactly <laughs> they're gonna be like so how are you want to manage your business oh this is how much if you choose this plan this is the interest rate and you're just gonna be like oh uh quadratic formula algebra calculus what are we doing like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for sure. And I also feel that, like, if you, I feel like school should be a place to basically discover your passions as well as to help develop yourself personal as a person. Because, mm-hmm. because I feel like school expects you to learn, but they also don't teach you how to learn. They kind of just mm-hmm. say like you kind of learn by yourself, and you have to discover your own personal way of learning and how to improve yourself. Which yeah, which to me feels like. Um, People skills should definitely be like skill soft skills too mm-hmm. should also be taught more in school no yeah definitely I think that's so true because I feel like a lot of times I feel like like you said like a lot of times I feel like teachers and just in general like education I feel like they want us to learn like a certain way like one way and like that's the way the teacher teaches but like sometimes like the truth of it is is like everybody learns in a different way and a different speed so it comes like to be really hard for some classes because like that person might not learn in that style so they gotta like go on their own spend more time in that subject if you know what I mean yeah, for sure. I definitely agree. And also, sometimes I feel that, like, the classes that we have, they're not that personalized. They're not mm-hmm. as personalized as we, as we like to basically help us reach our fullest potential. But then again, um, I would say that it costs us money. I would say money. Like, one of the biggest things why, like, education system can't really be improved as much as we like was probably because of money. It takes mo- a lot. I would say it takes a lot of money to basically fix mm-hmm. everything. And yeah and it, yeah I definitely think like a lot of times like funding is a big factor in like the quality sometimes of education and being able to really get quality like information and I, I definitely agree with you um with what you brought up like teachers uh, like not teachers <laughs> um people skills <laughs> um uh what's it called because if you like I feel like at times school is so focused on like so like hardcore subjects like history and like mm-hmm. a lot of these things that aren't really like exactly how you said they're not really actually gonna apply to me after I'm done with post-secondary education after I'm done with high school like in the real in the real world I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna go to the bank and be spitting facts about <laughs> Abraham Lincoln yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like did you know did you know let me tell you let me tell you <laughs> yeah so it's like I think that's a big issue because then I, I think that's also like how it I think that's how there's like another issue how you said um like 
there's like I feel like sometimes like loss of identity because since you're you don't really know what your mm-hmm. passion is because there's not really like a structure like ability to truly figure out your passions in high school you're I feel like sometimes when you miss like your passions and what you're really trying to do or trying to really like make an impact with and you lose that focus it's really easy to get lost in high school and get lost in like the whole like the high school experience quote like the quota like the era you know uh, I don't know if it makes sense <laughs> it actually does and I also think it's so easy to get lost especially if you can't really find your purpose mm-hmm. in life too like for example if you don't discover it you may feel very unfulfilled and kind of empty I would say and it and a lot of things that we may try to discover passions, but then we do are very easy. We're very easily um, persuaded by others basically mm-hmm. because, um, mm-hmm. especially when we care about what others think of us. Right. I mean, for example, mm-hmm. if we, oh, okay, you want to go first? No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. All right. Fine. <laughs> okay. for, for example, um, when we when others think of us, sometimes their feedback can be good. Uh, like for us to improve but other, but other times um especially if they want to make us become something that we don't necessarily want to become then that may be a problem no yeah i, I see how yeah. that is because i think that a lot of times like yeah the, the pressure is always going to be there especially in the environment mm-hmm. of like school and trying to figure yourself out because like everybody's in that situation and some people will figure it out faster or have the resources to like kind of expand and get to explore things but it's also like there's also this pressure I feel like that sometimes people want to associate you with certain labels and certain identities like oh you're just part of that group or they know you because of a certain trait which can be good and motivating at times but I feel like without that like sometimes people get so attached to certain identities or certain like stats or numbers like specifically like at school like your rank or your grades or what you are that like you become so enwrapped in that and so focused in that that you lose kind of the sight of like okay but what am I without that like who is Dahlia who is you know the person themselves oh my gosh I relate to that so much because a couple of you a couple of years ago like or maybe even last year that I was associated with the label of being a smart kid and a try-hard. Um, and that, that kind of felt like a positive connotation. People were like, hey, you're known for being smart. What's so bad about it? Other than being smart, um, other people didn't really know me for anything else. Mm-hmm. It, kind of felt, it kind of felt really bad to have others think of me in that way. Mm-hmm. And I also mm-hmm. felt distant from others that I knew because a lot of other people couldn't relate to the smart person. Mm-hmm. I think I think that brings up like a good topic because I feel like that's like an example of like a positive connotation used against you because um, sometimes, especially when you're like, a lot of people are labeled like, oh, the smart kid or like, oh, he's just naturally smart or that's just the smart um, person. I think a lot of times, like that consistent ingraining and rep- repetitive like idea, like that people put that idea of you I feel like can be used against you because then when you do fail or when like you're expected not to fail you're expected not to get anything lower than what you've already achieved but like the reality is like we're human so we're going to fail so I feel like when you do fail it's going to be harder because like everyone has this expectation like oh this is like the smart kid like that person can't fail that person can't do bad but like we're human at the end of the day we're we're going to fail no no regardless yeah for sure and also especially when you fail like when you when you need help other people are less likely to notice that you need help mm-hmm. or offer to help 
because it's like, oh, you're smart. You can you can get over it yourself too. You know, you're strong and such. But even though if you're strong, sometimes you have those moments where you feel down or you feel at your worst, and it does suck to have other people not really realize that. Yeah, I think I think when people like, yeah, I think when people like sometimes like. They create this scripted persona of another person and like by like solely like labels and these like boxes this like confines them to like their not their ability but like it, I don't think people realize enough how much it can hurt when people put down like put people other people down because they're asking for like help or they don't understand a concept or they didn't get that A in that one. No, no, no. Band. Yeah, okay. I agree with that so much. And I feel like there's also this feeling that like if you're so ingrained with that, you can fall into like, I wouldn't, I would say trap, but not trap. It's kind of like the mindset of like you not wanting to be anything else but what they expect of you. So like when you are struggling, like you don't want to ask for help. You don't want to look different to the other people. But I feel like so many times people get so enwrapped in like seeing each other with labels like you're the smart one you're the super athletic one you're this they don't really know like the whole human behind the person that label they're just like you're just that smart one you're this you're that it's not like knowing the actual human being yeah for sure and one one thing especially comes up is that like how do you get out of that label once you realize that you've been labeled as it and i feel that it's a basically a slow it's kind of a slow gradual process i mean can't just suddenly like flip like a 180 degrees and then suddenly change it like waha I broke out of it but it's more so uh basically realizing like why do you care about it so much like basically get down to the core bit of it mm-hmm. and a lot of times we can realize that maybe like others opinions don't matter because it's actually you um who is in control of yourself not others and your actions basically are defined by you too and also through that you can also reflect upon your actions and such and when you reflect on it you can also adjust accordingly like okay what do i need to do to change what goal should i set myself to improve and that stuff mm-hmm. i definitely definitely agree with that I, yeah i think i yeah. agree i agree with that to like a whole another level because i think so many times a lot of people are going through so many other things in their own personal life or and then we don't associate them with like having mental breakdowns or like having anxiety or being super stressed we always see them like in this like perfect image or uh, a certain way that we don't ask or try to get to know the person so like there's a lot of times when people are like having serious problems at home or like they're being bullied for a certain thing that we don't come to realize that Mm -hmm. there's a Oh, no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I guess we all have so much ideas that we want to This is, like, such a good discussion, not gonna lie. Yes. I would, say, I would say that... Oh, my gosh. I just lost my train of thought. Oh, me. That's what I say all the time. I stare up at the wall, and I'm like, what was I going to say? That is so fun. When the teacher... When the teacher asked me um, a question in class in front of everyone, I'm like, um, I forgot. <laughs> like, oh. Hmm. Yeah. I have a question. What do you think about, like, are you excited for post-secondary education? Are you excited to, like, for co- are you excited for, like, your high school experience to end? Or are you, like, more, like, enjoying the, the Oh, journey? my goodness. That's a really great question. I would, I would say, <laughs> you know, um, mm-hmm. I do like my high school journey. Um, I am trying to make the most of it. 
I would say that post secondary is like that huge, you know, you have that huge learning curve, especially mm-hmm. not just academics, mm-hmm. but also like adjusting to the campus life, right? Friends, and then and I know that it can be like a very big jump. So yeah, I'm kind of scared for it, but at the same time, I know that hey, I'm gonna learn, I'm gonna grow, and even though it's gonna be like down, like when I'm gonna be like have my down moments, it's also gonna be up moments. So I'll be probably be fine in you know in post secondary. Hopefully. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I feel you. I feel you. I feel like for me, like high school was interesting. It was like so weird. Like I feel like from middle school to high school, it was weird. Like the transition of it, and like I feel like I I talked to Cindy about this. I said how I described it like this. Like freshman year is like okay, you get to meet the characters, the people in the story. Then you get to like tenth grade, um, and you are like okay, trying to figure things out. There's a struggle. There's a problem. You get past it. You learn. You grow. And then you hit eleventh grade, and I feel like that's like a climax. And like so many things happen throughout that point. I don't know why, but like I'm super excited for what's to come, especially post secondary education. But like the whole process of like college apps and looking into universities and careers, like that's just terrifying for me. Like that's what's freaking me out the most. Yeah, especially there's a lot of competition, especially with the application process, because so many people are applying, and it kind of feels difficult to stand out to, which a lot of mm-hmm. people definitely do feel like they struggle with. Um, that, and I would say in that case, there there's a little bit something what I call personal branding. So basically, because you know how there's like brands, for mm-hmm. example, like Nike, Adidas, yeah, all that. We also have brands too, which is kind of like labels in a sense but not really it's more like a professional way of presenting yourself to others mm. and in a way to think of that is basically think about what makes you unique and what makes you stand out um by think trying to come up with those ideas you come up with like what is your unique vision like what do you want people to know you as like those questions when you can answer those then you can basically answer the question of what like what makes you a unique applicant to apply for post-secondary yeah, no, I think that is so a, a great tip, man. Like, literally, that is yeah, amazing. That I is. wish I thought like you. Literally, you're putting this only to a good picture for me. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm taking notes right now. Gonna get my notebook yeah. out. Gonna write some notes down. This is really good. Like, literally, like that's a smart yeah. Literally, I feel it. like Cindy and I that's are freaking really out, and cool. I feel like so many people don't want to admit it, but like we're all in the same boat. But like, I think that that's a big fear, and you literally just talked about it. Like how we feel like we're going to get lost in the pile. We're just going to be another number. They're going to glaze through our application. But, like, when it comes time to, like, personal branding, I think that's a great way to approach. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. I would also say post-secondary. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot of – this is what my sister said to me. Um, she said to prepare very early for mm-hmm. post-secondary. Just so, just so that you have less stress. <laughs> that's scary. About searching all of the schools you want to go to, like, what programs you want to go to. Like, find what clicks mm-hmm. with you, for sure. Mm-hmm. And that day she regretted yeah. it because she only started researching in grade 12. Oh. Uh, grade 11, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. with scholarships. Right, um, yeah. So just to ease the burden of the humongous pile of Georgia. Yeah. Which... Can we talk about how much that, like... Oh, my gosh, yeah. Actually, yeah, the application process, too, is expensive in itself. Like, if, like, you want to apply to have more options and apply to various schools, like, you have to have some saved up money to do that. Oh, don't get me started with textbooks. My sister Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. The textbooks, I have to buy another edition... Um, and it's very expensive, like over 100. Oh, my God. Yeah, they're so expensive. 
and then you don't it's even crazy. you don't even read it oh my like God. you barely even use it and you've wasted all your money on <laughs> <Yeah>. that <laughs> exactly you're like i will never get that like, back I took it, what's it called mm-hmm. exactly i literally took a college course i took two college courses of this semester but one of the college courses i took it wanted me to get like a, a get a textbook so i ordered it on amazon if if i would have bought that thing that would have been over oh 200 dollars. oh my god i'm just and i'm just like and i rented it and it was like it was like a little less than a hundred dollars yeah it was expensive and i'm just like i'm i do not want to be doing this right. every class when i go to college because i don't right. got that money <laughs> yeah but i think it's really i think at least i know in the u.s our common apps are like like ex- i think it's like per school is like a hundred dollars and i guess if you like if you want to if you want to apply to like 10 then that's like already a thousand and that's just crazy oh my goodness oh my gosh i don't know what i'm gonna Wait, do for, yeah for it's online school it's basically in canada i don't think that we have like pre-college applications and uh, what how does it work oh yeah go ahead Cindy. tell so, us tell us you, you're the expert you're like okay. i'm gonna listen to baby and i'm gonna listen no, to no 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 <laughs> okay so practically so in, in the u.s um we have our like i believe there's like two i don't think it's just two there might be more but the two main ones that you apply for college for the schools is your common app and your um and your, your uc portal so your common app and your uc portal they're for us it's going to open this oh um, no 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 fun <laughs> so that opens up this july and so practically let's say you want to like a if you want to apply to 15 schools you're practically paying a hundred dollars per app so per application it's going to be a hundred dollars so that's going to add up to like 1500 so it's like the more schools that you want to apply to within the u.s it's more money and then once you get in um i think most of the time once you get into like the schools that you want to you can compare financial aid packages but even with financial aid packages that's really expensive and you also have to take the SATs, correct yeah yeah oh, oh, yes. the fun the fun, yes, the yes. fun <laughs> adventure the SATs or the ACT how fun and exciting are those preparing for those sitting there taking the test so fun oh my gosh those things are yeah. expensive too oh, yeah, yeah. That. There's, so, there's so much process with applications literally mm-hmm. I'm like tr- I'm just trying to get a post-secondary exactly. education make myself a living have money <laughs> like you know just have a good stable life you know, and they're like, you know what? Give me your money first. Just give it all. Just hand it over. <laughs> yeah. How How does it work in Canada? Like, how does that process work? Or how does, like, going to college? Or is that, like, really, really expensive in um, Canada? I would say for BC, my, sis- my sister applied to around five. And it, co- and it cost her, like, at least 200 I feel wow. like it's a bit. I feel like it's a bit cheaper, but not really. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I get that. There's still, like, that cost. It's, like, a way yeah, on there. Yeah. If you don't have, like, the resources especially, Mm -hmm. too, it can be really difficult. And try to narrow it down, too, so you don't pay as much is also, you know, a consideration. Yeah, for sure. And there's also an application that's dedicated towards each university. So, basically, each university has their – or college has their own application. Mm -hmm. And I I would say that there's no SATs unless you want to go to the U.S. to basically go to post-secondary. But in Canada, I would say that there – there's some graduation tests. Um, they got rid of the provincial tests that's supposed to be take place with, um, grade twelve socials, math, and English, mm-hmm. and all that. But there's still like this, this somewhat new. It's called numeracy and literacy exam for grade ten. Oh, wow. We have to take a math and English test. Oh. And holy smokes, that that test that. 
that numeracy test I took wasn't even math. <laughs> You're like, what language is this? Like, I don't understand. I know what you mean. I open up that test package <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, hi. First question, I'm gonna get that. I get that. I remember a lot of people yeah. were kind of angry over this one question, which was also which was easy at the same time, but also hard at the same time. And they were saying that it, they were kept saying muttering something about a moose or something. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I think. I don't know. I think the college process, like the all of it, is like so just rigorous and very complicated. I was about to ask her. I was about to ask you. You you stole the words right out of me. I was waiting for you to end. I was like, I'm about to ask her. I want to know. (laughs) Are you you looking to go? Would you like to go to the U.S. or international? I would say definitely. I would say national. I would say national because international can be like really expensive. I don't know why the price shoots up from national to international applications. Mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it's really expensive. Oh my gosh, college is yeah, like, just so fun. Oh my god, that process is rigorous. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not ready for this. Yeah, so how do you? How... <laughs> I'm like freaking now on the. I'm like on the outside. I'm like put like hold this together, then you keep it together, and then they I'm yeah. like dying. And then I, I like oh literally. I feel like when I start like <laughs> this year, especially since Cindy and I are already in like eleventh grade, where we saw a bunch of like people we knew um and we're really close to who are in twelfth grade and they're like graduating and they're gonna go off to college and just hearing like what university they're going to, it just like feels so real now and it feels like oh my gosh, like we're about to be those people. Like it's terrifying. It's just oh my god. It's so exciting too. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm super excited to get like an acceptance, but like, I ain't ready for all those tears of rejection letters, you know? Mm-hmm. Wait, so I'm gonna be crying. <laughs> rejection. And especially, and especially with okay. rejection, like, it can be so hard to face rejection. Like, I would say mm-hmm. it can feel really bad, but then, but then it's all about like the mindset of like what you're gonna do after right. it. Mm-hmm. Because like, it's it's definitely okay mm-hmm. to like cry out, cry out. And to let all those emotions out instead of bottling it all up, because bottling is just going to make things worse. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that after mm-hmm. like you let out those emotions, is you gotta start thinking about okay, what you're gonna do about it, what you're gonna do to get out of the down part of your life, and how you're gonna move forward. Right. Yeah, I think I think for so I think for so long I know, especially for me, um, like. Like, college and the idea of, like, post-secondary education has been, like, a dream for so long. And, like, for, I think sometimes, I literally told, told this to Dalia, too. I was, like, I think it's been so, I've been so, like, over-obsessed with the idea of college that at times I feel like college is, like, like that identity and dream in me. Like, mm-hmm. it's become, like, quite Some of our everyday life and, like, and you don't that, see past like, that sometimes. Yeah. 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 And, like, I was, like, I was, like, having the midlife crisis the other day. I was, like okay what happened okay yeah see like that's my thing too like what happened like the thing is like yes i love having like goals and dreams like that's amazing keep motivating yourself keep yourself pushing moving forward but like with the thing of like college and stuff like cindy said we've been like dreaming of this like ever since like we were freaking tiny we were super small and um once it gets near you start thinking about like wait hold up like what's after this and it's just really hard to like think like what's next because for so long that's been the idea and that's been the identity you're like i'm going to be that first generation student here and then after that you're like okay now what like i have to figure out a whole new thing oh my gosh i relate to that so much because 
like there when you receive a certain point and you reached it, now you have to now you're stuck figuring mm-hmm. out okay what do you need to do next. Um, sometimes it can be easy. Um, sometimes, but other times it can be definitely really hard. And I would say that to figure out what you need is like okay, what do it, well, what you need to do next. I feel like it's all of a matter of exploring your options mm-hmm. and then deciding which one you want to go with. Yeah, no, I I definitely think that also it's a lot <laughs> of like taking a chance, like you mentioned too, and also like going outside of your comfort zone. Like we've been so used to a certain way and this idea, but it's time for the next chapter. And we just gotta go with the flow, adjust, and see like that we're gonna be successful, you know. And definitely, if you get mm-hmm. reject, if rejection letter, it's not the end of the world. And I know there's also other options, like t- for example, taking a gap year. Mm-hmm basically like mm-hmm. like trying to explore yourself even more and i know that like the, traditionally there's like you gotta go to university a good university college it's okay and there's like a certain connotation towards like not taking a gap year which kind of is an option but also yeah. not a lot of people take it for sure um and i also yeah. feel that education may or may not always be the best option for us Mm-hmm. No, I, I see that. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree because, with that. Like, all the successful people, like um, Bill, Bill Gates and Steve Jobs. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Like he didn't. He dropped out of college. They like these people literally dropped out of college. These people are billionaires. <laughs> these like it's so weird to me. Like how like these people didn't even get a, like their college diplomas, and they were billionaires. I <laughs> and I feel like maybe it's crazy. maybe it's all about the mindset that we have, especially. And I feel that like mm-hmm. going to post secondary education can be great for you, but I feel like the mindset and it's basically your attitude uh, can actually be more important than your education and like like getting a GPA. Definitely, because definitely. Because every single person that I've heard who is a professional working in the industries said that during like job, when you're getting a job, they do not look at your GPA. I think yeah yeah see I think that you're like hold up yeah no I think that's just such a thing that a lot of people get attached to and especially when you start doing like applications or you just see that on your transcript and like your grades and stuff I feel like that GPA also I feel like some people like to attach themselves and see themselves as like that GPA and they're like okay I'm good this is my GPA like yes it's good to continue progressing but I feel like sometimes I feel like uh, this happens to me so much so I'm talking for myself like I over obsess on like school like I have to know exactly what percentage I have in classes like it's really bad it's very very bad like it's an over obsession it's not healthy you guys it's not mm-hmm. oh, and I think yeah. oh no you can go no it's okay you can go <laughs> well I was just gonna say that like with the point that you brought up like that needs to be discussed like okay I relate to that on a whole nother level because I think for so long school especially has been like inputting this idea into our heads that like school is for everyone like you need Mm -hmm. school in order to be successful you need an education in order to do anything or be even um even sustain yourself a little bit and I think exactly what you said it's like school isn't for everyone like you don't know no not for every person their goal in order to reach needs to be going to college it could be a different route it could be completely different and you brought up a great point where it's like it's the mindset and 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 like your attitude that could be actually more important and more useful in how far you go in life because how you said like you mentioned like bill gates like bill gates and i think the what's Steve Jobs? he's like the maker of apple i think um what's it called they they didn't even graduate like they didn't get a a college diploma they went to college and dropped out like these people are billionaires these people are the richest people 
ever and these people it was mindset it wasn't education it wasn't it was it was them figuring out them and what they like and their passion and pursuing it to the full extent no matter their inabilities and i oh my gosh that was a discussion that no really definitely happened. definitely that's a great point no i think that a lot of times like the whole idea of like education like everybody like you said the, the whole school and education platform is like geared towards instilling in our brains like college 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 but we become part of that group and some people that's just not what their future is going to look like that's not what they want or that's not how they will achieve their dreams and their goals and there's another path for them and you need to learn how to separate yourself out and see okay what do I need to do for myself yeah for sure and also I would say that Okay. Oh my gosh, I lost my thought. A train of thought again. Okay. Mm, I would say <laughs> that for and also for success too. I feel that is also a matter of trying to build like your skills too, like mm-hmm. investing in yourself. Right. For example, like the money you have, you can also use to do investing yourself and gather the skills that you need. I think I think that's what also maybe Bill Gates and Steve Jobs is also. Oh my gosh, Steve Jobs. My pronunciation is going. No, don't worry. I can't speak sometimes. Like <laughs> no, my tongue is like, well, the, 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 like it's bad. Oh my gosh! And I would say that, like, build, like basically investing in yourself, um, can actually do so much in the future. Even though if it's just a little bit at a time every day, it over time that can pile up to something really great. No, definitely. Mm-hmm. I think, I think it's a concept that's really important. I think sometimes we invest on all these. I think a lot of times we forget that that we we that we kind of we think that our success sometimes like it comes about through the investment of education through the investment uh-huh. of yeah. other things around it and we somehow I think our brain thinks that because we invest in all these other things around it that's going to somehow come back to me and it's going to invest to me but then in reality it's like that's not actually how it works because you're not investing in yourself you need to invest in yourself to truly be successful no, that's that's yeah. such a great. I, like, <laughs> I, honestly, I think that so much has to do with mindset, and like that, that's the hardest thing to do. Like, be able to take yourself out of the little picture and be see the huge picture of like what your aspirations are, what you want your future to be like, and who you are as a human being, what type of person you are to figure that out. But like, it's so hard, and I think it's super important once you reach that level of like mental you know, mental readiness, and, because I know we all have mental breakdowns once in a while, like, it happens, don't bottle up those emotions, but, um, like, just being mentally headstrong and determined with what you want. Yes, that's a very great point to pick, take up to, and also, not only that, isn't also to make sure to take care of yourself, which is also investing in yourself, like, self-care is literally investing in yourself, you're taking care of yourself. I think that a lot of times in high school mm-hmm. it can be very easy to forget that. It's so, I would say, it's it's a kind of a tendency to basically focus on, like, work, getting school done, and then not really focusing on taking care of yourself, which is also, I feel that, why a lot of people in school feel stressed, too. That can be one of the contributing reasons. Mm-hmm. What I know for sure is that a lot of people in my grade, as well as myself, also feel very stressed and we tend to forget about taking care of ourselves <gasps> like for example oh God, like yeah. taking breaks from our work <laughs> yeah and also, like like doing like our hobby no no yeah. honestly I feel like that has applied yeah. to me so much I feel like I've been so wrapped up and like I'm always at school like this year for sure I've spent like so many so much more time at school than at my own home that like 
I feel like now when I'm looking back and like I do stop and think and look at everything, it kind of sucks sometimes because I feel like I'm not as spending as much time as I could have spent with like my family and like those moments in my life. Like I won't be able to go back in time and be like spend time with my brother who's going to grow up soon and like everything else. I feel like I've been so wrapped up in like being in super getting stressed out in my own little world of like school, getting my work done, all that stress that it's kind of been always in the front of my view without letting me see like everything else going on yeah for sure and that also causes a lot of stress too mm-hmm. like like we can also feel like so overwhelmed by all the school and we also feel very stressed about everything that because it's coming at us like for real mm-hmm. and i feel that like it can also make us feel like we're living in a fast-paced world in which i feel like in some ways we do mm-hmm. Everything like it's fast paced, mm-hmm. like we like things to come fast, to be complete fast, like it's all fast, fast, fast. But I feel that sometimes it's important for us to slow things, yeah, a hundred percent, like slow down, like basically, like meditate, like basically meditating or like practicing mindfulness by like sitting in a quiet corner in your house and then closing your eyes and then just breathing in and out for 10 minutes, and you basically let everything lift off your chest like all the stress and all the worries they have just lift off your chest mm-hmm. right. I think sometimes we try to rush everything and I think like sometimes like for me like especially I think like especially with me in high school I think Dolly knows Dolly hears yeah. me all the time say I'm sorry to graduate I'm ready like when she's like when she's like what are you <laughs> walking all, like, across that stage that's all, all you care diploma. about <laughs> <laughs> exactly and like I think like I've noticed too that I sometimes try to rush things instead of enjoying the moment and just taking time to really just appreciate it and like spending time on myself and working on me and growing myself away from the educational aspect away from the like study 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 aspect and just me aspect and I think that's like a really good like topic sometimes instead of like rushing things and like having everything move at a fast pace have like a routine of like study 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 all the time we need to like break it down and just like slow down and just focus and appreciate ourselves and work on ourselves Mm -hmm. and I also say that for self-improvement it can also be very easy and also very hard to improve ourselves because a lot of times what we can think about like okay what do I need to improve myself and how am I going to do it right yeah yeah I think it's really I think it's sometimes I think the idea of like investing in ourselves. I think although <gasps> I was about to say that, yeah. I think for <laughs> okay. I feel like although um, investing it's ourselves so priority, down on like our list for too for too long. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I feel like it's like the least of our yeah yeah yeah. It's so I feel like we us, we know like a lot of things we know like we know, know, like, know self care like we need to keep ourselves alive. We need to appreciate ourselves. We know that's important, but yet we're like, uh, we'll do it later. I'll do it later. We keep pushing it down, down, down until like it goes to the freaking bottom of a list. It's like not. We don't take that time. We because I feel like so many times, like you said, you mentioned, it's like such a we think of it as such a fast pace that we're living in that we can't afford to slow down. I feel like, but we do have that. We just need to understand uh, that there is time for us to have that self growth and getting to know yourself. Mm Hmm. Definitely, for sure. I feel like a lot of times, even though we know that it's very important, we may we might not uh, go forward with it. Because just because like we have other commitments or we just can't 
do it. Like we feel like we can't. We're not in a position to basically like, like very much improve ourselves. Mhm. Mhm. I think, I think sometimes we're like, we're like, okay, yes, we want to improve ourselves, but then we're like, no, school comes first. Oh no, this comes first, and like slowly but surely, like that, like just moves down our list, like focusing on ourselves and being able to like create that identity for ourselves but yeah I don't I think I don't know I think that's a very very important thing to discuss because like I think so long especially us teens we put ourselves yeah like last so many times yeah I feel like so many times we we put ourselves so much like last and like a last priority like we put school above that we put other people before that and we don't get to have ourselves be a priority we don't take a moment to be like I'll say we don't get a moment to be selfish and self-care ourselves you know Mm-hmm. And I also feel that sometimes self-care, it has to feel to us like just being selfish. Right. It's very difficult. It can be difficult for us to differentiate like being selfish and actually just taking care of yourself because you are a priority too. And it's not being selfish. Like being selfish, you, you would just take care of yourself and not care about others. Yeah. But if you, care, if you can care for others, then you can also care for yourself. No sense. Because if you take care of yourself first, then you will have more time and effort to help others out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like we invest in ourselves, and we can. I think it's because we invest in ourselves, we're able to do more. And I think sometimes we forget that there's when bigger we things that come. First, yeah, we actually find that there's a more better mm-hmm, instead of like the other way around. Yeah, I have a question. What has been your high school With experience? Basically, like trying to improve myself. Yeah, like um, like with friendships, like besides the educational I would, aspect. I would say for sure it's definitely a very big learning process. Um, I would say that it can definitely be hard to basically chase my ambitions too and my dreams, while also to basically balance it with um taking care of my family and hang out with friends. Mm-hmm. And I would say like definitely find that balance can be very hard. Right. And a lot of the times I suffer like a bit of a burnout mm-hmm. and and sometimes and sometimes, mm-hmm. like, my friends were also going through tough times, and I didn't feel that I could really comfort them. Mm-hmm. Like, because I didn't because I didn't know how to react to it in the sense that I could comfort and also be, be there for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I think that's, uh, like, so, like, how to be able to do that is, like, a really hard thing at times, especially because, like, sometimes, like... I think at times it's, like, sometimes us individually, we're burnt out and we're, like, going through our own stuff. So, like, when someone else is going through their stuff and, like, you try to be there, I think sometimes we're so, like, drained that, like... We, we don't know how like, to, yeah. We're we don't know to, how we to, can, yeah. If that makes sense at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when other people feel down, yeah. too, I feel that sometimes we just don't know how to comfort them without hurting them even more, mm-hmm. which is actually a fear as a friend because we don't want mm-hmm. to see them in that situation and we also don't want to make it worse yeah yeah i think that's with that there's like a thing of like knowing you have like a role and you're that friend that's there to support them and you kind of feel like either way or either like thing that you do action or choice you make to help them out like it'll have an impact and you just don't know what that'll be Mm -hmm. and i'll also say for self-growth like there's not a lot of opportunities to like um try to grow and improve yourself in school but i would say that outside of school like i watch a lot of motivational youtube channels yes i don't know they do i'm like thank you i need help today like i i can do it 
<laughs> I'm like, well, okay. and then the next second, I'm like, no, you can't. <laughs> and I want to say that a lot we of thought. really addicting stories. And I'll say that, and that's how um, we basically get motivated to. And I feel like those stories also motivate me to improve myself and do better because we also have, like, lessons and morals behind mm-hmm. it, which is also the reason why I find storytelling so powerful. Oh, my gosh. that I love storytelling. The power of words mm-hmm. and communicating with other people through stories, amazing. I, I, I oh, my gosh. So great. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Like, like, think about all those stories, you know, like the classic fairy tales. Cinderella, Snow White. Yeah, they're all so memorable. Right. Yeah. Their stories. Exactly. Like it's universal, you know. Yes. Like when you get to a certain story, you just know everyone's gonna know what you're talking about. It's so great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like, yeah. I don't know. I think storytelling yeah. has like, I think the power of words is so like crazy to see how much it can impact. For real. Especially AP, how you tell it's in these in the AP lane. AP Lang, AP Lang, it guys, AP Lang, AP Lang, our teacher. Yeah, just you know, remember analyze the meaning. What's so the purpose? <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> Rhetorical analysis. <laughs> yeah, but what's it called? You're okay. You're literally. It's so cool to me to see how like, like, although you're like you are, team, like, you it's are so incredible. So, I love like, that your mindset. Like, you're you're you're, very, you're an actual motivation. Really like I aspire to have your mindset. I really do. Like exactly. Oh my god, you too. Mm-hmm. By the way, no. Uh, honestly, no. So honestly, good. I love like, how like love we how, we don't like know each other like face to face human beings, but like I feel like we can talk about so much and it just flows. So I just appreciate you for being that type of person. Like honestly, this has been great. Oh my gosh, I also feel the same way. I also feel like there's like kind of this connection that we're having, and it's really awesome to have like such deep conversations. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like really, it's really cool because like, it, like it's really cool to have this conversation too because like we're in completely different countries and we're having this conversation. We can relate in such a deep level, which is so like yeah. Really, let's like, just like, take a moment, all, you know. <laughs> how how's the weather down there? Right. I love now? how you asked about the weather. You're like how's the weather? Really <laughs> I was, I was saying, first, okay. Sometimes it's hot. Sometimes it's cold. I would say like in my in my region right now it's kind of that way even though it's supposed to be like mild climate mm-hmm. i'm obviously like in the summer it gets hot in the winter it just gets really cold no. i don't know well you see california like, here yeah. is usually the same old weather it's, it's very fun <laughs> yeah especially like la la is just like oh my gosh yeah yeah time in summer no it was it was insane when it snowed in like february last year it like not it wasn't snow snow no it not snow snow but okay i call it snow it was was i've lived in california (laughs) for so long i call it snow (laughs) like it just fell from the sky it fell from the sky for california yeah for california i remember one time for california um it was like around like rich richmond it's kind of like snowed in april i was like wait it's spring i'm like hello season (laughs) season you're like you're like what like us literally me and you were like we're like the typical californians that when we see like even a tiny thing that's why yeah you'd be shocked if you saw our school literally that day everybody on their instagram was posting pictures with the snow you guys all know if you're you're from california that day when it started snowing at school everybody was taking pictures like oh my gosh miracles Mm -hmm. snow (laughs) It was crazy, and it's so weird because it's like 
it wasn't it was so tiny and like if someone like from like places where actually it snows snow would come and see it they would be like okay these californians are going crazy yeah. they're really psycho there <laughs> yeah do you like would you like have you like visited um like the u.s or any of that or would you like, oh like my, to visit any oh specific goodness, area in the world that. Um, I did. I did visit Los Angeles <gasps> for Disneyland. Yes. I haven't gone in such a long time, but yes, like I'm it's just Disneyland. a memorable experience and everything about it. Me you're just too. like, I feel, I feel great. Like it's mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. It yeah yes. yeah. It's, it's so expensive. expensive. It's worth it's it. Yeah. It's like a happiest place on earth. It makes you feel like a kid. It really yeah. is. Because even though like we're trying to like be mature as possible, and, you know, like try to grow up. Like I also feel that sometimes we're gonna try. We're trying too hard to like grow up. Yeah. We need to take those moments. This Disneyland's the place to go when you want to be. A kid exactly. Again. I feel like that's why I yes, owe so much. Exactly. I was like, I want to go exactly. for my twelfth grade senior year. I want to go with my friends to Disneyland because that's like closing a chapter of like my childhood and stuff. It doesn't mean I won't go to Disneyland. I'll still go. I'll still go whenever I want. But like, uh, I feel like that's just a great way of like childhood and like memories and all those special moments, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's it called? Are you guys are you guys still graduating technically? Or are you guys still what are um, you guys doing for graduation? Right right now, I I feel really bad for the great shows because they're promised and yeah. graduate. So money is cancelled. Right. But they're having like a Zoom graduation. Oh yeah. You know, a Zoom party. I mean, oh, like, wow. I don't know yeah. <laughs> is it, imagine when they're like putting the music on like oh my gosh no like, no and everybody everybody can put their different backgrounds and everyone's in like, dancing they're like the i'm rooms. in paris <laughs> yeah no yeah. no i heard that our friends. school is trying to do like um they were working with the city and they're doing like a car parade kind of thing where it's just like the people are in their cars graduating like they're passing by and be like oh i'm graduating i don't know how that's gonna work but like it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. I really hope that's no, not yeah. next year. Lit. I know, right? <laughs> it's a, yeah, you just never know because it's something it seems, so new. Like nobody's done that before. It's like we're all just trying to work with it. So I feel kind of bad, but you know, we just gotta this go with quarantine, it now. man. I I wish they had a proper graduation. I was supposed oh, to go. This year I wanted to go to the graduation too. I was so excited to go. But I guess. Oh my god! But I guess I'm Oof. gonna see it when I graduate. Hopefully, unless it. Oh unless my god! Like, that's that's oh, just yeah, really scary. Wait, has has your school said anything about like next year, like the new school year, how that's gonna work, or if it's gonna go back to normal? There's still like uncertainty. There's a lot of uncertainty for sure. Uh, right now, like starting June first, um, they're gonna accept people going back to school like once a week. Um, it's voluntary. So far, everyone that asked, they said no. They don't want to go back. Oh yeah, yeah, same. <laughs> Wait, so do you guys start? You guys start in June? School in wait. Okay, we go back to we just go back to school for the remainder of the school year, um, starting June first. Oh, but our school starts in September. Oh, Oh, ours always starts in August. Wait, why? Oh, (laughs) yeah, yeah. It's kind of depressing, but it's okay. It's really sad. It's really depressing. Literally, I think that's the worst thing in the world. Like, you know how many times I like everyone's like, "Oh, I start school in September," and and August. It's us over here in the West. Yeah, and literally. Like, we start yeah. school August thirteenth. <laughs> it's know. so bad. One of the best months to have like a summer. I don't know. See, that's like that's the pinnacle pinnacle exactly. moment of summer, and you're just <laughs> taking that away exactly. from me. My goodness. 
I'm literally gonna email my teacher, my principal, <laughs> yeah. like, why can't we have August free? Literally, <laughs> we've been through so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But honestly, really, I want to well, thank, really thank you so much for just being like, here whole, like, and honestly giving episode. us your real thoughts and your amazing advice. I'm like, yes, literally, some sometime in the future, I'm gonna go to freaking Canada. I'm gonna be like, I'm looking for you, like you know, be like, let's, let's all hang out, let's all go talking about it, let's let's go help <laughs> each other out, you know exactly exactly perfect <laughs> let's go get boba so much. <laughs> literally like, you, you gave me the courage to do that <laughs> you gave me the motivation <laughs> yeah but definitely want to thank you for that because like it's really it's really cool to see like your perspective and your input and your input's always your input's really really interesting to hear and to like um talk about because you brought up really interesting topics so i really want to oh, thank like, you commend i want you and thank you for that such a deep and insightful conversation like we talked about so many good points too and i also want to give like a couple of takeaways about like public speaking as promised so i would say the first one definitely like if you're scared like it's also it's pro- most likely because like what happens if i mess up in front of the audience or what happens if i do wrong but the thing is that, that with failure sometimes it's okay to fail and a lot of times the audience doesn't know your script so if you go off your script you're the only person that knows it and the audience won't notice it as long as you don't show it. And I would say the second one for stage right is definitely take those deep breaths. Like do those power poses. Like you put your hands on your hips and you say that I'm going to be a great speaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at this up in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> and I would say that if you, the more you self-assure yourself, the more that you feel that way and the more you feel comfortable with yourself. Definitely for public speaking, and I would say that for sure, like with the delivery, like I don't know for some reason, like when you kind of sound like you're lagging um, with speaking, like you sound like a little bit slow, that's actually the perfect pace for listening to during, like while speaking mm-hmm. for some reason. Yeah, though, I was like, you see, I, you see I'm, I'm scared, but I'm also like, yes, public speaking. I'm a weird human. Like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> I feel like I'm that I, I'm that type of person that's like I really want yeah to I'm in I'm in between like I'm like I'm iffy so when I'm sitting through or like <laughs> waiting for my turn I'm like I'm scared I'm terrified I'm terrified but then I get up there I'm like all right let's go you know oh my goodness I would say that especially when you go on the stage it can be so scary but then if there's no people and you pretend that there's no people like like you don't feel as scared anymore and especially. Um, if you look at their foreheads instead of the eyes, I feel like if you stare into someone's eyes, <laughs> look into your soul. Yeah, I know. Know my darkest <laughs> secrets. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I definitely think that's like a really, really good topic. Like, um, what you discussed, because like a lot of people are scared of public speaking. Like for me, for example, like I'm that type of person. It's like, for example, like, our graduation speeches. Like, I low-key want to yeah. do a graduation speech, but at the same time, I'm like. I'm like, no, right, me too, in front of everybody no, during I'm the ceremony. I'll be like, uh, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be like, I'm going to say that. This is not the time. I would say that. I would say that. <laughs> yeah. like, for example, if you kind of mess up, you, you can joke off about it. And the audience will most likely joke off with it too. Like, even, even though, like, you know, if you hear, like, the complete silence, and then you may be scared, it's like, oh, what happens? They're not interested. But the truth is that most like almost all the time they're listening to you and they're just so engrossed in it that they're, they're just silent. So, so sometimes silence when public speaking isn't a bad thing. Right, um, it is not a bad thing. 
And I would say the most important thing um, is to just sound you, like be you on the stage, sound human, and not like Siri. Like, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Don't, don't sound like Siri or Alexa. You know, you're like, I, I'm an actual human. I swear. You know, like on the computer where you have to do certain tests and like you have to click the button. I am not a robot. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you're proving on stage. You're like, I'm not a robot. I swear. <laughs> and I feel like when we're talking about that, we're trying yeah. to act serious when doing public speaking. We can sound like a whole different person mm-hmm. when we're doing it. We have that serious voice. <laughs> Yeah, like but the thing is, like, is that uh. if you sound, if you be you on the stage, people are more likely going to listen to you, and you're gonna be an even better speaker. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. I definitely think I think that's a really great point. See, though. yeah, you honestly are. I'm just like ready really to like have a book out and be like, okay, just come up with a book now, Vivian. We're ready for you. We're ready. <laughs> One day. If you're in LA, yeah, let's go get to get some boba. Just like, like let's okay, talk, we'll some, catch some boba. <laughs> <laughs> like, exactly. How, how am I gonna make my TED talk speech? And also, <laughs> I I hope you yeah. guys are gonna do but, like a, a TEDx speech because you I feel like you have the potential, and I feel that everyone else does have the potential because everyone has such great ideas to share, and TED talks are always about sharing those big and great ideas. Right now, I do feel I feel I feel yeah. good about myself I'm now. I do. I'm like I'm like this is I'm for gonna Vivian. do it. Woo! I'm gonna do it for you. Like, she taught me well. She taught me well. Yeah, she taught me well. Make her proud. <laughs> yes, definitely. Well, thank you so much for literally being on the, our the show and like being like one of our guests. And thank you, and I appreciate all of your input. It's really really interesting to see it once again. And you like, are. I am ready to see your name. Gonna go places. I'm like, I know who that is. I, I've heard her. I've heard her. <laughs> yes. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, and I yeah. also want to so thank, really so thank you so much for that. having me as a guest. I actually, I actually was so excited for having this talk, and we had such an amazing conversation. I agree. I was so nervous, but like it went so well, and I just love how our conversation yes, just I'm flowed. So, so guys, so this is just a tip out there. Remember, you never know what kind of conversations you can have with people. Like how people think and all the different input you can get is amazing. Yes. So I definitely anyone hearing if if you have any questions on how to do a TED talk or public speaking, exactly. please reach out. To and remember, nobody's too too young about. to make an impact. Look at Vivian. <laughs> she has her own organization. It's great. You guys can do anything, right? Yes. Yes. So do you have any final thoughts or any final, like, um, like stuff, I would say what you no want to say? Or... How life gets hard. Like, always remember what your dreams and goals are. And what would it, how you would feel when you accomplish them, especially when you feel at your darkest moments and like when you feel really down. Because if, and you also have to think that if you don't take action, then you may stay where you are forever um, with that. And if you're not gonna keep on improving mm-hmm. yourself and keep on growing, you may stay in your place and you're, you may not achieve like. The satisfaction you have when you achieve your goals. Hey. I do. Yeah. I hope you, Gosh, everybody listening, feel motivated. motivated. I hope you stay to so- the end, please. You're hearing me. Thank you for staying here. Good conversation. Got you guys thinking. Remember yes. to be motivated. Self care. We love all those.
Yes. So, um, everyone, please stay tuned to our next episode of yeah. Real Talk with And thank you for guys you know, listening in and soon. Vivian again. Once again, thank you so, <laughs> but, so, so much. We appreciate it. Right. And everybody much. have a great so, day. Thank you a million Peace. times. <laughs> Peace. Have fun time in quarantine. <laughs>